What is happening, people? And welcome to episode number nine of the Storytime with Mo podcast. This next guest is someone that I've always wanted to do a podcast with. Someone that is massive on Instagram, massive in real life, and is a true testament to how working consistently and working hard pays off. This guy has a work ethic like no one I have ever seen. He is a monster in business, in the gym, and he absolutely smashes it. Lovely dude, and whenever we spend any time together, I always leave feeling super, super motivated, super inspired, and he has helped me out in more ways than you can possibly imagine. And uh, that is my my guy, Labuma Mankuli, straight into the podcast. Don't need to do like a long introduction. We'll let, uh, we'll let the podcast speak for itself. But this one's a good one. Sit back, relax, get locked in and enjoy the next 45 minutes of Labumba's story and him talking about working hard, business, his viewpoints on things and moving to the UK and everything in between. It's crazy. There's loads of stuff that he hasn't told me about and uh, it was probably one of my favorite ones I've done so far. So enjoy. Right. Shall we start with how we met? Just ease into it nice and Nice and simple, <laughs> nice and easy. Oh yeah, it's such a funny story, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, the first time I saw you, I know, I know, I remember. I remember the first time I saw you. I thought, God, this guy's such a dick. Like, you know, because I'm just generally quite humble, very quiet. You know, from like uh, just initial uh, contact with people. It was, it was a mass. And my SPC, so I saw this guy wearing speedos <laughs> walking through the entrance. Was I wearing speedos? You walked out the. Uh, you see, at this point, you already got changed into your, uh, into your, oh, into, into your trunks yeah, yeah. and you walked out the door, you walked in and then walked out and I just saw you in terms of like the way you're walking, you know, well, body I'll language. I'll give some context of it as soon as we started. This is a, the first physique show. First physique show. Yeah. But both times me and Lou, can, 17? me and Lou first competed. Yeah. yeah. I think we're like 19. 19. Yeah. I was 19. 19? Yeah. So yeah. you, so I saw this guy because I remember the first time I saw your video was on Facebook. You like stripping down into your trunks and, and walking like, around flexing and like Z's. I was like, oh my God, this guy's such a douchebag. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And then obviously I saw you in person. I just saw you walking around like, you know, you were pretty, you know, pretty good shape. You know, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not going to big you up too much. Not bad for a white guy. <laughs> yeah, not bad for a white guy. This guy walked in. I was like, shit, like, look at this guy. Like, what is he doing? So I was just there still wearing my track suit. Like, we'll just step on stage and you know funny enough you actually smashed it you came in first right second no i came third you came third i think i think i should have got second i was rough yeah 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 now you were you were you were shredded i deserve per the, the, my posing was shit it looked like i had like dude it looked like i had like parkinson's or something i was like shaking around like, like every, everyone was terrible come yeah. on like it was like our first competition yeah and that's how i first met you and it's kind of weird from that you transitioned into like talking on social media i don't know how and then because we're just completely, I just felt like we're just so opposite in everything. I didn't know anything about you, yeah, you know. Yeah. All I just saw was like a little bit of ego, a little bit of like Dude, showing right. off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then when we actually started talking, I was like, you know, I saw a completely different side of you that I didn't see on social media. Yeah, you know, we started talking. We like it's kind of weird because we had like we connected in a way where it's, I feel like you know there was an emo- like an emotional drive to what we're working towards on like a deeper level on a deeper level yeah. yeah so when we like start working training together we're just like fuck like there was such a good synergy that we're just the work ethic was there by default mm-hmm. but in terms of like how everything worked together the edits that we're making at the time like right after the competition like when we actually linked up like it would just go 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 and then you know end up meeting up in london and then start meeting other influencers going to those meets you know what i mean like it was kind I of remember, crazy um, i remember going when we first trained in pure gym <laughs> And I was like, I was like trying not to keep it low key and be chill. And like in my head, I was like, 
fuck man he has 10,000 followers on Instagram <laughs> he's he's famous bro like I was like fuck man stay cool <laughs> bro can we appreciate like how far we've come though like what you want now like, like, like uh, basically half no a bill. Idea, like 550 okay <laughs> so far, I had this conversation with Brandon as well yeah it's like you just get used to it you know and it's cool I don't that, it's cool that if, it's cool that if like grown to, no I mean like yeah I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's like, it's cool that we've grown together. Yeah. In the sense of it is. Like, it is insane. If someone told, well, if someone told me that like, oh yeah, you're going to have 500k or whatever, like back in the day, but like, nah. So the thing is, I truly believed it. Like, I feel like I'm getting goosebumps right now. So you see, <laughs> for me, when it comes to shit like that, bro. It's the hay fever, bro. <laughs> like, it's the hay fever. <laughs> like, yeah, when it comes to like girls and shit, like what I was saying to you earlier, like I don't get like, that's why I don't tell everyone my goals because I'm so emotionally connected to them. What I just don't think is like, you know, everyone doesn't need to know, but I'd rather let the product show. Mm. So like in terms of following and building a social media platform, bro, like I know what I've put in and every single day to get to this point, like I respect it and I cherish it so much that everything that I'm trying to build is based on keeping that going for as long as possible. So I like the ecosystem because it allows me to be the best version of myself con- consistently because we're constantly training, we're constantly working, we're constantly like in this environment where we enjoy everything that we're doing. So it's absolutely incredible. Like, why would you not want that? Yeah. So for me, like looking at the following, like like what I was saying earlier, when I lost my page, like I was so, I'm so attached to what I do and believe in the process that when you take it away from me, I still go down to the fundamental principles of that thing. So when I lost my page, I was still in the gym training. I was still in the gym training. I was still making yeah, content, did you, did you, even though I wasn't posting it. So I'm saying I was so caught up in the. Did you care mindset. when your Instagram page got deleted? No, I didn't. Did you not? No, you like, like there was no emotional connection because many, I knew what I stood. How many followers did you have? Like 300k. Uh, 2000. Uh, actually, no, no, I was on 90k. And how, yeah. how long did that take you to get there? Uh, that took three years. Three years, and three it just years. got deleted like that. Yeah, it got deleted. Just lost page for one month. Dude, the reason. But it's like. Imagine being so strongly attached to something in a way that is like, you know, you care so much about it, but at the same time you can detach yourself from that. And I feel like that's a skill. Imagine like being like being feeling like you're on top of the world and having someone strip that away from you. Yeah. But yeah, being so comfortable in your own solitude where you can continue doing the day to day tasks that you do. You know, why, that didn't, why didn't you care though? Do you know that you could get back there? Because I knew I've left so much value, bro. I knew that I left so much value for people because it's, imagine this is the problem with social media. When you don't fake it, when it's real, when it's you, people will know. And when you've left such an impact, people will always find you. People yeah. will always remember who you are. You know, I had I had a little chat with someone like when people, it's like, you know, people like, like for the people that are on Love Island, for example, mm-hmm. like, you know, we know that they are essentially an asset to a brand. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the front line for marketing, but there's no real value to that individual person other than their name. So imagine like the value of that is going to decrease over time if they don't work on building. Yeah, you know, if they don't build on their talent, if they don't build on their ability to adapt and you know recreate themselves, rebrand themselves. If they don't do that, they're just going to phase out. Whereas if you're someone, even though you might have a small following, five, you know, five hundred to fifty k, it doesn't matter. The following doesn't matter. If you add a form of value, which will make an emotional impact on the person, they'll they'll remember you like for the next 10, 30 years mm-hmm. because they always remember that emotional feeling. Especially make a difference to their life. They'll always come back to you. So for me, when I lost my page, I knew that I've made enough for the people that have DM'd me, uh, DM'd me, and for the people that have responded to you. 
they'll remember that because every time when I DM someone, the message is not just hate. You know, it's not do, just things. Do you still try and get back to it? Right it? now, it's impossible. Like yeah. I try, but imagine right now, this is how weird it is. I've, I've got to a point where I'm so busy that I'm not doing the thing that I should be doing, but I'm building the things that help the people that are DMing me. Yeah. So until I've until I've successfully oh, actually, yeah, yeah. built that thing, yeah. like I said, building the freedom, I can go back and do what I was meant to do in the first place. Yeah. So right now with creation, for example, creation is there building the assets to help people build their personal brands. So they don't need me to reply to their DMs. They have the tools and resources. And then once when that's successful, once when I have freedom, I can just reply to people, give them the resources. If I have a training guide for free, regardless of the, you know, without necessarily putting a price on it, but it's like people have access to those things in different avenues. If you don't know how to work a camera, there's free guides which I've put on the creation website, which allow you to do this. Everything that's come from my yeah. DMs, it's like I've managed to convert into something that can help that person. So that's like the long-term goal. Mate, that's what um like what we're talking about with, and that's one thing, one of the things like about you is that you're saying we're saying about Love Island, weren't we? And it was like, what was it? The the people people are like let's say, let's say for example someone that makes it as an influencer really quickly or a lot of a lot of uh, the thing that separates from you from a lot of other people is that like let's let's just use a classic like Love Island influencer yeah. everything they do is for themselves they don't have like a, they don't have a bigger sense of purpose yeah. they're like okay what can make me the most money yeah. they, that's why they quite often they sell like shit like car air fresheners yeah. and like other bullshit but with, but with you man it's always been I've only realized this like real recently it's always been like the bigger picture and like something better than yourself and it's like an epiphany that I had recently and it's been like you're going to be a whole fucking lot happier if you're if you're not yeah. focusing on yourself and you're working on something bigger and other people and thinking about whose life can I benefit like not what can I get out of this myself yeah. and that's the fucking difference between you and like other influencers and shit because it's, it's about a bigger picture and like you said it's like how you how you didn't give a fuck when your page was deleted because yeah. about the impact it's not about yeah. oh what can I get from this Instagram page I'm going to get fame and I'm going to get yeah. fucking money from Dude, it this is, the thing is with social fame, media fame money and bitches <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with social people that means like the problem with social media it's not a problem but people have it skewed on you know what social media is and what fame is it's like you earn it I've realised I've earned it from the day that I posted my transformational picture that allowed me to get, you know, have some traction to start building the platform yeah. and rebrand myself from the very ground to where it's at now. It's an opportunity that is granted to you by the people. Like, you're literally serving to the people. And a lot of people don't see it like that, which is, you know, again, it's just based on your ethos and your perspective on life. Because I'm just there to, you know, I'm, I'm there to help people. And so, I, you know, if you were to put me on a pedestal, I have to hold that with honor and be like, you know, like I'm honored to be in this position and serve you as you know, this individual. Because I can't just stand there and just take like you know take my money. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I can't. You, you can't. Like morally, it just doesn't for me anyway. Morally, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Even you know, this is how messed up it is for me. When I like, for example, like this is so ridiculous. But when I say people like swipe up, mm-hmm. for me, I always hate putting up a cold swipe up without adding any initial value. Yeah. To the thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to sell, sell, sell. That's why like my content is more driven organically to be provide value. To provide value. But if I'm running an ad, it's like I'm giving value before I ask you to do anything. Yeah. So you can make the option. You have the option whether to take the free information 
or pursue getting this wife. So you're always gonna. You're, you're, not, you're not just asking people for things. You're, no, you're giving them something. Give them, give give them, them something, something first, and then and if then they want to, they want it. Okay, so then, or if, if yeah. they want want what you're offering because you feel it's gonna value them, then fair enough. If not, it is what it is. But you're yeah. giving them free value anyway. Yeah, dude, giving value is like the best thing. Like even like I've said, you're the one that converted me to like thinking more business mindset. Like initially, like at the very beginning, until I met obviously <laughs> other like people. You know what I mean? <laughs> you initially imagine I was like you know soft. I was soft because I was I, I always did things for, I always did things for people for free. Did you ask me about charging for something once? What was yeah, it? yeah. I didn't like what was it? Uh, did I remember? But I remember you were helping me sort out the. I remember the day you were helping me sort out the commission links for like the business uh, for the brands I was working with at the time. I was like literally like this was before Athlete. No, this was when Athlete. Well, this was when Jennifer was Athlete. Yeah, yeah. Just before that. Yeah. I remember I was trying to like I think my protein might have been on the radar at this time. I was getting paid getting paid for something, wasn't it? Yeah, you were getting paid for something and I asked you, bro, how do I set up, you know, a commission? I didn't even like really know what a commission was, yeah, and how yeah. to get it. And I let alone talk about salary. Yeah. And I was like, bro, how do I set up this like foundation? And I wasn't I like you should be getting paid for this. Yeah, you said something like Yeah, I knew, yeah, yeah. You made it clear that I should be getting paid for something. Yeah. And I was like, shit. Like, I got, I think I had like thirty k or fifty k at the time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't get because paid. You're posting for free. Just yeah, 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 yeah. I was, yeah, I was posting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes. I was, yeah, I was posting shit for free. And then um, on top of that, I did some some research, and eventually, like, I think VQ was like my first uh, proper sponsor, and that was like, dude, that was like two two and a half years ago. Not even that long ago. Yeah. And that was my first like. Mate, it's proper, weird. Like, it's weird how it works though. Like, I didn't. Obviously, I just. I just wanted to help you because you're my mate, yeah. like, and like told you this and like blah blah blah. Our bro should be charging all this, all this shit. Like, what are you fucking doing, kind of thing. And then now it's gone like full circle, like yeah. you with me you're being, being like, mate, you need to start <laughs> no, like, because because yeah, now it's like you telling me, mate, you need to be like making these yeah. companies pay you yeah. more. They're taking yeah. the piss, they're yeah. using the abusing you. And then yeah, because we like our chat last week, it was like, I've really realised how even though a company is like reputable and can be creditable or somewhat or like an organization can be big yeah. they're still gonna lie and take the piss and try and like get the bare like pay the bare minimum yeah. and get the maximum in return yeah. and it's like you fucking maybe realize that it's like come around you know like, see the thing is i learned very quickly like i'm a very very fast learner like to a point where i can flip it test it try an error and you know and see what it works and all. So when you told me a little bit of information, bro, I was like, I get, I'm, I'm very obsessive, like very, very obsessive to the point where like, I did all my research to a point now where I'm, you know, analyzing the landscape, see where everything is at. So that's why I was able to come back to you and actually like flip the table and give you the information based on the research that I got. Yeah. And now we go to a point where I realize with this social media game, shit, people are making a lot of money. Yeah. And when I realized, I was like, wait, how come I'm not getting paid? How come like, you know, how come these things are happening? It, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the money, but in the fact that I was doing something so like, people were like, dude, your content is incredible. Like, yeah. you know, it's top tier shit. And oh, I yeah. knew that because yeah. that's that's my background. I like making stuff. So I'm going to do it to my best of my ability. And I was like, hang on a minute. How come I'm not like getting the piece of the pie? And I realized that's when my business mindset like start coming in in terms of like getting shit done, make sure you get paid for it and it pays the bills. But at the same time, enjoy and keep the passion what you do. And that's what I'm all about now. You know, imagine living the life where you do something that you enjoy every single day and you're getting paid for it. Dude, it's the best feeling ever. That's what I say. I cherish it so much because I know how ridiculous it is. I know based on my background that I never had that. Mm. It's the most insane thing. And if people don't take advantage of social media, the internet right now, you're missing out big time. And I've preached about this from freaking 
back in the day when we're making content in the gym. Imagine it goes back to that. The fundamental principles of being creative, being consistent, and being dedicated to just one thing. The gap between what you were just saying then, like the thing I realized is the gap between like, let's say you've got X amount of followers and you're producing like this killer content and the gap between you and the guys at the fucking very top might actually be physically quite small, but the gap in like monetary value in terms of what they're getting paid versus like what you were getting paid or something like that. Did you have that like epiphany where you're like, fuck, like how is this right? It's not, this time doesn't add up. I always believe that you get rewarded for what you put in, but at the same time, don't be stupid enough to just be naive and accept things for what they are and just be like, you need to know your worth. So I knew the time, the production value which I was putting in for a, uh, for a brand, I built the leverage by doing free work for them. And then when I wanted the leverage, make after, yeah, asset. make yourself a valuable asset and then within a year or two, come back with evidence, with statistics, with reports and say, by, you know, based on reports alone, you know, I'm worth X amount, this is what you should be paying me. Yeah. On top of that, based on the content which I'm creating and production value, this is what you should be paying me. Mm-hmm. And then if you want, you can put an additional fee on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, sick dude. That's like... Uh, <laughs> dude, imagine we went, we went from that. Imagine we went from making, bro, like, oh, let's get all these angles to like, shit, we're going to make content. We're going to, you know, edit an element of professionalism to this. You know, that's what really, that's what the, you know, that's what makes difference. That, that's what makes the difference between influencers. The what? element of professionalism and how seriously they take their business. Tell me, how do you actually start on Instagram? Tell me a story. You're not like, All right. what's, the, what's the story from the Bumba? People I don't know, I'll start from fresh, cold. My name is Mumba Mukuli. Currently 24 years old. <laughs> and, um, Happy birthday, three weeks ago, mate. Born in Zimbabwe. Thank you very much, sir. Born in Zimbabwe. Migrated to the UK in 2004, October 31st, I believe it was. Actually, no, it wasn't October 27th. I don't actually know any of this. Yeah, yeah. So I arrived in Gatwick. And then I remember my first experience getting into a bus. In a suitcase, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Could have been, bro. <laughs> Who knows? 2004 was a tough time. <laughs> so in 2004, I arrived in Gatwick. I remember just jumping on the coach and thinking, dude, this is so surreal because everyone was so modern. Everyone was so fresh, but it was cold. Do you remember Zimbabwe? Yeah, I do. do. I remember vividly. See, the contrast between the lifestyle, people think, wow. how the hell, like, you know, it, it's crazy. So yeah, I remember just jumping on the coach and, you know, you know, like just absorbing this lifestyle, this new way of living. Yeah. And I just freaking loved it. And I remember going to school, learning English. So I know, I, you know, I, I, be, I can speak just about at this point four languages. So really, English was no, like my what, third what fourth language. So Sean and Debele, Tonga, English, and then there's a few other ones. I, I didn't know. know. It's like absolutely no idea. <laughs> what the hell, man? That's cool. Yeah, yeah I've no clue. Right. So yeah. No so clue. okay, yeah. And then yeah, and then school. I went through the you know the whole experience of learning English. You know, finding you know my thing. One thing that I realized in school, you know, I was a very quick learner. You know, managed to speak English within a year, not fluently, but I still had my accent. Mm-hmm. Secondary school, went through secondary school, kind of like, you know, lost motivation between like from year seven to year eight was a good start. Grades were good. And then I just feel like I wasn't really motivated in school, but I like going to school. I love the social aspect of school. And then between year 10 and year 12, so just before sixth form, that's when I became more dedicated. That's where like, my qualities of what people see now, my characteristics are evolving. Why do your parents move to UK? My dad got a promotion, moved here in 2001 or 2002. Yeah. And then he was here for a few years before he brought the home to our family. So me, my brother and my mum. 
and then yeah yeah so like my, my dad's story is crazy like it's crazy bro really? you know when you hear stories about you know your parents like been involved in you know like a civil war you know Fuck. you know school being stopped for like five years going back to school when he was like 21 with a bunch of like 12 year olds like going through the GCC level going to uni at the age of 30 getting married having you know having me as the first child mm-hmm. like it's crazy whereas on my mom's side it's a little bit more modern a little bit more like based on the environment then you know you kind of see them as you know like that's just a stable nuclear family like is you know what a family is meant to be yeah yeah so that's my dad's side so i learned a lot in terms of the lifestyle in terms of how my parents not how my parents navigated through life like yeah i learned a lot in terms of like my dad was very strict like in in a way that it's like you know he's preparing you for the future like you're learning life skills as you go through life so anything was an opportunity for him to mentor me like in terms of like a journey to school would be like he would just be talking about just anything and anything and everything but with life lessons yeah you know some things you know you think it with your parents why are they telling me this stuff i don't need it but now it makes complete sense i'm like holy shit this is literally like the person has molded me into and you know obviously right, there actually. wasn't like after a certain period of time i kind of like i didn't really have like not necessarily that kind of fatherly, not, not I wouldn't say fatherly life, but like more like um, just that relaxed environment around your parents, you know, because I always respected their time and their effort. So, you know, I felt like it got to a point where I felt like, you know, I need to do something about this. And then school was one option because it pushed that every African parent stresses school, but I just knew there was something more for me. How did you do in school? So in school, I did all right. Like GCCs was pretty average, but one, the three subjects which I excelled at were uh, fine art, photography, and product design. Mm-hmm. Smashed those, straight A's, and then did my A levels. Got into uni, got into a pretty good, uh, pretty good course actually, a pretty renowned course in architecture. So also Brooks Architect School. Did you did you think you were be an architect though? Because I remember. I initially I did, but bro, within the first year, I did I discovered so many different things. I realized shit, this is not it. Because you were doing so much. I was man. doing so. Much. I I remember coming to see you and shit, and like the the work, like you the thing thing fucking about you, mate. The thing about you is like you work so hard, man, and like it's such a you're such a testament for like hard work. Like there's there's people that talk about working hard. Yeah. As people that like chat all this shit yeah. and then there's actually doing it and yeah. actually working hard and actually like even when you see like no immediate return yeah. like um, Dude, whatever it is it. yeah mate that's the thing because for the past like however long i've known you, you've just fucking smashed yeah. everything you do and it's not it's not even like oh yeah you're seeing an instant return on it like you're doing it because of money like there's been like what a good first few years where you saw like basically fuck all in return bro like it's been since since it's been with social media since i got on social media it took me from the day I decided to pursue social media. It took me exactly seven years yeah. to get to this point. And from from 2017, when I posted my transformation picture of 16 to 17, I started posting pretty much every single day that day. So my first five years of training, I trained every single day. Yeah, and I posted every single day. That's what helped me to build. That's the building. tap on the table with the mic. So yeah, that's my like in terms of like my. I was when you say hard work, bro. I don't feel it does it. It doesn't feel like that. Well, it's just crazy. consistency. Yeah, that's I think what, I think that's I've, what I mean. one thing that I'll definitely say is I definitely condition myself to be that person yeah. for a fact. But there's obviously certain things that allow, you know, I'm a very emotional guy. I'm very emotionally driven. So when I feel like my goal is like, I freaking get goosebumps. I cry. I remember I was talking to someone, bro, like, 
Alright, I'm gonna say on the podcast. I literally, <laughs> I, no, I literally like, I had those tears coming out because I literally felt so strong. Even where I am today, vividly, I've you know my physique, especially from the age of uh, 16 to 20, I knew exactly how my physique was gonna be, and that's exactly how it panned out. Now I'm at 25. Like I said on my vlog, like dude, I'm 25. Sorry, 24. Sorry, <laughs> I'm 24. The fact that I've set goals now that are so scary, bro. I'm scared to wake up every morning and not do anything. That's how insane it is. So when you say about work ethic, it's always been there. And but I'm a true, you know, I do believe in just consistency and becoming a professional. What you do every single day, you know, will breed success in every possible way. Just become good at something and do that thing every single day. There's no doubt. There's no reason not to be the person you want to be. And that's the, it's the same like that little principle I apply to everything to my food, how yeah. I eat, how I train. Yeah. You know, how I work, you know, how I navigate to fly through life, bro. It's just, yeah, I just, yeah. I work, it's fun, bro. When you're doing something that you enjoy, you're not even working. It's a vacation, bro. I'm chilling. When I'm in the gym, smashing waves, bro. <laughs> I'm laughing it. When I'm grunting, bro, that's like, that's like, that's my element. This is your job. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Right, it's yeah. this, bro. Like, I'm so, like, it's crazy, bro. Like, 2019, I said to you, tables turned. You, did, you actually yeah. did say that at the table. Table so. 10, bro. Yeah. And I, I was wondering when that time would come. And 2019 was the year. Bear in mind with that, then I didn't have a, like, a financial uh, foundation or a business foundation. So you're that's really, what's you're broke, man, dude. Dead ass broke. Yeah. Like, to this point, things are not the way they look. People will perceive me as a very successful person, especially relatives. But, bro, the things are still not the way, the way that they seem. Mm -hmm. So, even right now, like building a financial foundation, this 2020 has been the start, you know. Making sure everything's legit. Make sure you operate like a business. Making sure that you got a payroll. Making sure that you got employees that are you pay. You're paying people to do work. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're paying yourself to do work. Thing but this thing is is so like is so is so natural to you that you know you're still doing the thing that you love. Like you know if it doesn't feel like you're working, it's like Chris. So 2020 is a different type of ball game. Like it's pretty pretty evident in everything that's going on, and especially relationship. You know, with sponsorships and. Um, uh, you know my my relationship with business. Yeah, the thing I wanted to stress as well was that it's like people. I think people see people see someone like doing hard work, and then they see them get immediate results. You know, there's people that like do something, and they like that the the results is proportionate to the work that they're putting in. Yeah, yeah. And like with you, like you've had your fucking Instagram deleted. You, which you've spent yeah. three years building. You've had like been absolutely dead ass broke with like yeah. no money to after like doing the yeah. same shit for three years, being dropped by sponsors and stuff. And it's like it's now nah, like you've you've put like there's, there's times where I know you where you've put like three four years of like hard fucking grafting, yeah. and then it's like at that moment you've almost had like nothing. Yeah. But you Zero, but, but you but you consistently yeah, put the same level yeah. of work in, and now it's like it's like impossible. What you've maybe fucking realized is. That that, that those marginal gains that consistency is basically impossible to not for it to not fucking pay off yeah, if you just keep going, going with your head down yeah man that's what i respect so much <laughs> yeah i love that i appreciate that honestly like i, I don't know like a lot of people i can't even explain like when it gets to a point like this i can't even explain in my words it's just i get emotional like i'm just like fuck me even for me it takes the same time to reflect and be like oh shit i've come a long way but what you're saying there bro a lot of people kind of operate in such a huge deficit in order you know to get to a leveling playing field and then on top of that to go above and beyond i've been in a deficit my whole entire life <laughs> dude that says a lot about my characteristics you know my me as a person my characteristics and who i am yeah i've been in a deficit my whole entire life like everything that i wanted in life my parents have to work for 
you know, like I said to people, I didn't have an iPhone until when I came to uni, but my parents, I remember exactly when I wanted something as a kid. They'll point the work, they'll say, oh, you get it at the end of the month, or you get it at the end of, you know, such and such. My birthday, I'll never get a present on time. Like, in terms of, like, you'll always be after, like, a few months after. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that was the reality, and I completely understand the situation that we're in. Like, my parents, like... Why did a few months after? Because they had to, you know, they had to work for it, make sure there's money to, you know, after okay. bills, after, you know, things. Yeah. I was still in school. You know, like, we weren't, like, like poor, poor, but, like, you know, we're, we're, we're in middle class, like, middle slash law. Well, I don't know where you draw the line, to be honest. Just a working class environment. Yeah. Whatever class. that has to be, you know, they had to work for. Yeah. You know, like, I dude, we never go, we've never been abroad. Like, yeah. The only school trip that I went to was once in Spain, and that was, like, 2010, when I was in year seven. You've been abroad? Once. That was the only time. <laughs> oh, we should have yeah, was Yeah, dude, like, this this was meant to be the year. Come do your skydiving license. Yeah, I'm down, bro. Just yeah. went for my passport now. Fucking sick. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, the fact that I'm even thinking about, you know, putting things in place to go on holiday, it's just beyond me. I think the the level of, like, I keep going back to this, but, like, you said about training, right? Like, consistency of your training that you carry through in your life. Yeah. Like, the fact that people can't, Obviously, you're a fucking pretty big guy, you know. Obviously, you get a few few people here and there saying that he's on, he takes a lot of steroids, yeah. which he does. Which just makes clear. <laughs> um, nah, I'm messing. But no, but no, no. But people people can't even comp. Like, there's so many people that can't even comprehend. Like, dude, when we first met, like all these years ago, like I didn't think you were natty. I don't yeah, make sense. I don't make sense. Natty or not top. No, no. Before I like knew you, you yeah. know, I was like, oh yeah, you're like you're definitely on gear. Because I was I was in that mindset where like everyone better than me was on steroids. Yeah. But now, obviously, we've been friends for like a good five years. Yeah. Like I fucking like literally would. If someone had a gun to my head, I would fucking yeah. be like, yeah, he's never taken shit. I know how much yeah, I know. I, was, I said to you, I said to you, when, when the industry, like, I mean, I believe my physique has still got a long way to go and I'm going to make it, you know, I'm going to make, I want to set the bar for what's attainable now. Bro, yeah, that's what you are you for me, yeah, man. Like, if what, people, people I mean, are like, oh, you can't get this naturally, I say, fucking yeah. point to you, man. And I'm going to point fingers back at you and say, because you've seen my lifestyle, you've seen how I live, you've seen what I eat. So, you know, I want you to be, like, my defense line in a way because I know, like, even the people that have lived with me, like, Elliot, all these guys, they've lived with me. They know what I do because I understand that there's just a huge gap between, you know, the fo- what the followers see and what they perceive is attainable naturally. But my goal is to be transparent, which I have of everything. I, I take a snapshot every day of my breakfast just to, you know, uh, just to um, just just, uh, just to engrave that consistency so that no one can doubt me. I can say, you've seen my diet every day. You see, you know exactly what I eat and how I train. Yeah. But anyway, so the goal is to prove what's attainable naturally. And um, well, I just want to say first, before you go on, that people can't conceive. Like, there's always going to be people out there that are never going to believe it. Yeah, of course. But but it just go people can't conceive or comprehend that you can get to this naturally without shit yeah. because they can't comprehend that level of work ethic and that yeah, same exactly. same work ethic with right. your physique is what you carry through with your business and every fucking thing yeah. else in your life like i do not work i've not worked as consistently hard as yeah. you like yeah. if physique, physique yeah. wise and that's why like you're miles above me yeah. like that's that's a fact yeah. it just all comes down to hard work we got yeah, yeah i've i agree with that and one thing that I begin to realize that you you begin to realize how you operate. You're just a fraction of a very few people in the world. You know, I'm not. I'm trying not to big myself up, but just my drive of average. So I don't want to say average. You know, to look down upon anyone, but a very small percentage of people can operate the way I do, the way, the way you do. You know, that's why things pan out the way they do. Like things, this 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 house alone, like it didn't just happen the way it has. Someone had to do something. 
and in order to get to that level, it's like, dude, like you're gonna have to do things that majority of people can't even do. Not even like the like majority of ten percent people can't even do. Imagine like from my background. Imagine like, especially with my background, like it's conditioned me to be this person. So when it comes to training, bro, yeah, we used to freaking like carry bricks and shit. Like, what do you mean? What makes you think me picking up <laughs> back at home? You know, when we used to do the um, uh, my grand uh, my grandparents they had a farm. Yeah. So we'll be hoeing like the floor, like uh, the ground to put the crops, to put the seeds for the, um, for well, the houses in Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah. So imagine going from that kind of background where you have to literally make your own food. You, you have a farm and you have to freaking do everything, yeah. you know, from water, having to go and collect water at a well. Obviously, that's like my grandparents' side where, you know, they live in the rural area, whereas we were more in the city. But I've still experienced that. Yeah. So when it comes to that, those kind of things, it's like, what makes you think me making six meals a day every single day and training every day is going it's going to be hard it's lifting co- 30 kilograms like, like, what makes you think level. so yeah in terms of like, being a natural athlete like bro with the industry obviously i want to make a statement and I'm, i know a lot of people won't believe me but um yeah it's going to happen why though would you would you ever take gear like no what why, it's never going to happen why is no benefit to me because my import is my output so if i can show like in terms of like my work ethic my work ethic my work ethic will be my physique at a certain stage, let's say 30, mm-hmm. will be a reflection, a manifestation of my work ethic. Mm-hmm. People are questioning, yeah, but what substance did you use to get there? But the evidence is in my lifestyle and how I train, my consistency every single day. Which so there's never, been, you've never been like tempted? Never. Fair play, man. Never, bro. I like, I mean, I been. <laughs> I've been so committed with so many different things. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, bro. Dude, imagine, like, my, my perspective on life is very different to a lot of people. Like, I've, you know, we have friends that, you know, have, you know, recreational drugs. People, like, you know, I'm completely okay. I don't judge people, bro, whatsoever. Mm. In fact, for me, it's an opportunity to learn, to understand why they're like that. So this whole night thing, bro, in the social media, especially in the fitness industry, it's such a big thing. But I hold so much pride, bro. Well, if someone says something in the comments, I'll go in. But also now I've learned, you know, growing up, you know, I'm a little bit... um a little bit more toned down now Reserve, because yeah, before yeah. like bro 19 20 i'll be like what the fuck are you saying this bro can you not see i work every nah, day? you know trying to trying to prove yourself i would bet i don't need to prove f- myself bet my family's life but i want to do a, do you know what i want to do i want to do a carbon ratio isotope test do it yeah, yeah. but, all the but evidence then, even then people with that even then there's still people are like yeah, yeah. oh it's uh, dude i'll literally if, if oxford right now was running like a uh like a laboratory test on you know genetic potential and you know all this stuff yeah i would be part of the test to see you know what makes me different or what makes me the way i am based on you know how i look you know what makes me the athlete that i am compared to other people and how am i continuing bro i must like i'm not anything out of the ordinary i just happen to do the very boring shit that people don't do like people don't know how to they still come after a basic diet and my diet you know like from day one is in the same shit, bro. I can find well, like, but right. I like it. I love it. I can find it unnatural because when we trained, <laughs> when we trained chess yesterday, I was a good thirty percent straight. Mate, I was, I was like, what the fuck is going on, bro? I've never been, I've never been strong with you. In my time. But look at me, look at me right now. Yeah, but you look good, man. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Gonna, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah but look, yeah, yeah. if you look at size difference. I was about to say, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, other than my chest, bro, it could be a bit fuller. Like, upper chest yeah, is yeah, lacking yeah, a little yeah, bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it might be natural. Like, you look a certain way, but it doesn't really match that. Right now, I'm weighing 100 kilograms. Look, I'm pretty lean. I'm pretty big. 18-inch arms. I don't, I don't blame people, though, man. You know what I mean? But when we jumped under the bar, yeah. dude, I was struggling to do 100. Mm-hmm. I only got four reps. You got, what, eight? 
But bro, steroids make fake muscles. <laughs> so, but nah, nah, dude. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's just a ref- it's yeah, honestly, yeah. it's a it's a reflection of your hard work. And obviously, you know, people are gonna be like, oh, chance shit. Like, yeah, bro. I don't know. I don't want to be in a position where I have to justify myself. I wish, you know, I'm so emotionally connected. Why I care so much about something, I want people to be on my side. Where I'm like, guys, please, like, don't just look at me. But for your sake, you can actually do it. But understand that, you know. 90% of you guys are not, you know, capable of keep pushing and pushing, even though the world is telling you natural genetic potential is X and Y. It's like, you don't really need to conform to that. Just do you. Just train. Just fucking train. See how far it takes you. Like, why does that matter? You know, people are still talking about the FFMI. I remember when I did mine, I was like 20. It was like 25.4. Does that mean I'm not natural? <laughs> bro, bro, my FFMI was like 70, bro. I'm mad. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I don't know. That metric is still, you know, it's so outdated that, you know, like based on the sample size that they ran then, we realized that, you know, those people were not talk to Obviously, it's an indication, yeah. Yeah, it's an indication. Yeah, I get it. Obviously, this evident, you know, it's pretty evident with saying people are like, oh my God, dude, come on, you know. But one thing that I was getting like blasted for because for me, like I have shit skin. And one thing that I feel like I'm kind of low-key self-conscious for because I've always had terrible skin. So people always make a correlation between acne and thing. But it's not even like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like the only thing really that I always feel like my physical appearance in terms of, I don't even know how the fuck it happened. From the age of 16, my skin just got worse. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Like, when people are like, oh yeah, but you've got spots. I'm like, dude, come on, man. Like, there's nothing I can do about this. Look at my fucking face, bro. Mm-hmm. It's got scars everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing really that got to me because people, are, you know, make a connection between that and side effects because obviously one of them is, you know, acne. But I don't have cystic acne. I just have like, Really bad scarring. Yeah, yeah. Round injection sites. Yeah. Can you imagine? Imagine how are you? Imagine how uncomfortable that is. You happen to get a spot somewhere, especially your shoulders. And then people are like, "Yeah, why have you got a fucking spot?" Exactly. Like, dude, it's fucking. It's, it's low key paranoia, bro. I'm getting like. For me, man, it's like. Obviously, I've, I've kind of I've stepped back from fitness a lot. Like, it isn't the priority of my life anymore. I still train. I'm still like a fucking athlete and blah 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 blah. blah. But for me, like the the only time when people. Like that transformation video I sent to you yesterday, it's got 10 million views. Yeah. Every single comment, like now, like five comments a day is like steroids, steroids, steroids. It's not even like, I don't give a shit what people think. Like, yeah, I, I don't care. Happen. I don't care that much about training. I don't care if someone fucking, I don't give a shit what people are doing if they take steroids or not. You know, I'm not nine years old anymore. Yeah. But it's like, it's like at the end of the day, the only people that, the only, the only person who's negatively, who's like, being damaged by those beliefs is the person that believes in themselves because yeah. I just can use that as an excuse not to not to get the, oh that level isn't possible yeah. like I can't get beyond what I am yeah, I should just quit I'm not going to train hard it's like it's shut the fuck a, up yeah, it's, just a reflection of them as a person. It's, it's, it's just creating self self limiting beliefs yeah and it's just, just a way you know it's just an excuse you know it's it's them trying to justify to themselves why they're incapable of doing something like, you know, and obviously, you know, it's only expressed as hate or as a way of, like, digging into the other person. I remember you, I think it was, like, in Pure Gym, like, when we first, like within the first year you met, and you were telling me how uh, you thought Simeon was natural, and we were, like, yeah. arguing about it, and I was like, no, 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 there's no yeah, fucking yeah, way, yeah. no fucking way, and this stage, I'm still, like, a bit unsure about it. It's you. crazy, you know what, people still don't believe he is, and it's and, fucked. And then you were like, you were, mate, most people don't believe he is. 
But the thing is, you have to realize with someone like him, he's a, a you know a genetic freak based on how he looks. But you were like, you were like, um, you were like, well, you're like, well, I, I think he is, but like obviously I can't be sure. Yeah. But the, all I can do is like I'm gonna work as hard as I fucking yeah. can, and I'm and I'm until and I'm, until, until I'm at his level, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna see for myself. Yeah, yeah exactly, dude. That's it. Yeah. How many people are gonna do that? And I reckon <laughs> you're not far off, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many people are gonna do that? I don't think a lot of people are crazy enough to try to prove a point like that. But yeah. the thing is, obviously, I wasn't, you know, I didn't use that as my only reason, but that was one reason to motivate me to train harder, you know, to build my physique in an aesthetic way. But yeah, now that I know the guy personally, like to a point where, you know, like I've worked so freaking hard all this time and then you build a relationship with the person, you know him on a personal level and you actually get to, you know, you guys actually get to talk. And that's when you realize, holy shit, people got all fucking fucked. It's like, it's so, so the misconceptions, like, dude, how, like, until you meet someone, that's when you truly know. You have single-handedly maybe believed that Simeon Panda is a natural. Yeah, it is. 100%. I'm not even trying to like prove it to anyone. It's evident in the work ethic. But uh, yeah, it's, I think yeah. it just comes down to as well, like people, like obviously I know you so People are lazy. Well. I know you so well. I'm going to throw that one out there. People, people are lazy. lazy. Yeah. Um, the, the Laziness is the key. It's like the killer of all dreams. So the chances are, if your relationship is not going the way it is, the chances are you're not putting the input that you initially did at the beginning of it. If your life is going tits up, chances are you know you're not working as hard as you used to. Some people do work hard, and you know, you know, some things are just unfortunately, you know, unfortunately certain things happen. But people are lazy, you know. I'm lazy by default. If I'm not doing the very thing that I want to do, aka be in the gym or make content or build a business, I'm lazy by default. But I'm not lazy when it comes to work. Yeah. Getting shit done. I'm not lazy. What do you say to like someone starting out now and trying to grow their socials? Uh, get a camera. Your camera is your best friend and you should go anywhere and everywhere with that thing. You know, you're not trying to prove a point. You're just documenting your life and doing what you need to do. Like social media, this idea of social media is like, it's just a reflection of your lifestyle. Yeah. That's all it is. You're not trying to like sugarcoat anything. Yeah. You know, I'm not jumping on my story to pretend that I'm eating rice and chicken, bro. I'm not pretend. I'm not jumping on my stories, pretending like I'm eating the same breakfast every day. Like, you know, I'm just putting a camera in front of what's happening. You know what I mean? I see so much BS on social media. Do I know? Again, I know people like, that are like, like yeah, you, you I know, that, I know. I'm you're okay with the meals. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're all the same. They're consistent. Yeah, it's, it's like, like plain, plain. I'm not gonna try to like bullshit you. I got people. Like One thing that. that I don't do though is a lot of um. I don't post a lot of cheat meals. Because I've like well not a lot, not that I have a lot anymore. I probably have like once a week or once every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. But the only reason for that is because my audience is like they'll assume based on obviously I do you know, based on how relevant it is. Yeah. But people just assume that oh okay, it's okay for me to just eat that. Well, not really, because even for me eating that, it's not it's not that it's not okay. There's a balance to everything. But it's like the primary goal and the primary reason why I'm here is because I've been eating this stuff, not because of the achievement which you're seeing. Yeah. That's just for my own satisfaction. It's almost irrelevant percentage-wise. Yeah. It's literally like 0.1% of my overall diet in the yeah. rest of my days. So, yeah. But that's something that I really post about. Obviously, now again, I do that. Anything else you want to touch on? I mean, for everyone that's watching, to be honest, really, I just want to say, like, just do the very thing that you're most passionate for and try to, you know, make a living out of it so you don't feel like you're working a day in your life. Because once you get to that position, you're going to be far much happier than you can imagine. Especially when you're alone and you're just doing that very thing. If there's that element of peace, you know you're in a good place, bro. Like, that's why I thrive off. That's why I'm so comfortable with what I do. That's why I keep growing. You know, like you know, I'm just I just like I've I've been setting the limitations and I've been set like a um I've been set above one of 
B, but I've definitely put things in place to make sure that I progress on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, What's your... Um, but, right. Yeah, in terms of social media, what you said, okay, let me just quickly just yeah, uh, give more information. So get a camera. Well, chances are you might not have the best camera and you don't need the best camera. You know, creativity comes a long way. One thing that I just stress on, like, I... I come from a very creative background. I've always been quite hands-on. So, social media, like, training was never my life. So, I come from a BMX slash, like, more football, basketball kind of background. Mm -hmm. So, BMX is probably, like, my number one passion, just bikes in general. So, creativity was always part of that. From the day, I remember my dad, like, helping me draw, like, my first video drawing, which was, like, a shoe. And when he drew that little silhouette of the shoe, I thought that was the most incredible thing. And then ever since, I started drawing, I started painting, I started making things out of wire. And then when I came here, when I joined school, people thought, oh my God, how are you so good at these things? And we're just like, we do this every day. But yeah, creativity, I start, you know, start practicing and exercising your creativity. Get a camera, start learning how to edit, you know, start practicing, you know, intertwine that with your fitness, whether you're a skateboarder, whether you're a BMXer, whether you're a bodybuilder, whether you're, you know, a fashion student. Mm -hmm. Just get, put a camera in front of it. And chances are you're going to end up giving more value to someone else across the country that doesn't know how to get started. And just be consistent and enjoy the process. Don't worry about the numbers. If it's meant to be, it will be. Like I said, it's earned. It just doesn't happen. Why it's clearly do something special if you're that person. Otherwise, everyone would be that. Why do you, uh, why are you so like, what's the word? Determined to keep smashing the content and growing, growing on social media then? Because it's, it's, it's like, it's the only other outlet. The, what, yeah. what, where are someone meant to put the energy? Yeah, what's the, what's the goal then, man? Like, what do you want? people to get out of it like i want people to get the like the, oh, this is like gary v shit like you know i just want people to get the most out of it you know i'm not gonna be like freaking like uh oh like i'm not gonna be saying be like you know i don't want to make any money from this because to a degree i want to be successful enough to to be free mm -hmm. so freedom is the key word i want to be free bro yeah i want to be able to jump on my bike go to the skate park and drive the car that i want to drive to the skate park you know being a corporate meet, being a corporate meeting, wearing what I want, and knowing that no one on the table has anything on me. <laughs> stringer, you know, a stringer. Exactly. I want to be wearing a stringer, and you know, I want to contrast is part what part of thing about my life that I enjoy so much. My majority of the things that I do, you know, they create contrast one way or another. You know, you know, imagine someone that weighs freaking two hundred twenty five pounds riding a skateboard. Yeah, you don't just see that. You know what yeah. I mean? I like contrast, but yeah, that's my goal. Freedom, bro. Yeah, you draw. Oh, no, not on a skateboard. I haven't learned that yet. I don't bike yet. Like, I can do plenty of shit. You're dropping the half pipe this, this year, bro. Freedom, bro. Freedom. Freedom is, you know, like, well, the world operates differently for people that have money. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. Because I grew up without being on the other side of the spectrum. And I know what it feels like. So freedom is the ultimate goal. Do what you want, whenever you want. And no one can say anything. You know, with moral, uh, you know, with moral standards, obviously, there's people that will exploit and do bad shit because they have money. Don't be that person. The fact that if I'm able to do that, bro, I can go back home and uh, and officially have something to give back to my relatives, to my country. You gonna go back? I mean, yeah, well, I think I will. Your family is the whole other stuff. Yeah, yeah, all, all my family is pretty much there. Literally, the only people that really that are here just my brother, and my mum, like actual like core family, like actual siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's pretty lonely like that, and I feel like that's why I'm so okay being alone. Yeah, because it's literally just been the four of us. Yeah. Crazy because I know what my parents have gone through because they didn't have any friends here. Obviously, they made friends here, but it's different for them. It's different. They grew up in a different generation because I know for a fact my mom misses going back home. She misses the food, the lifestyle, the things that would we'll do. It's just so rich in culture that it's like 
you're not gonna get it here mm-hmm. and it's evident and my parents like so for me I've seen the sacrifice that they made for us dude like almost 20 years now in England you know what I mean and they've never experienced like, my mom obviously she's, she's got you know she's always on the phone back to people at home but here I don't think she's there's no there's no that aura that you get with your own friends and family mm-hmm. whereas for most people this is their home everyone's here you know what I mean they're very comfortable so for me it's going back and be like you know yeah you know something's happened from this like I said from my dad's side he went so much, through so much shit that there's no reason why I shouldn't be where I should be yeah yeah massive busy he was in the same position you know, I feel like, yeah, he might have made a few mistakes here because we spoke about certain things that like he could invest invested in property, but he didn't because when he moved here, like, based on the economy, he would have, you know, had a huge advantage, but he didn't. Yeah. You know, we spoke about things like that. But, um, yeah, dude, it's, yeah, you know, it's not it's not about me, you know, we, like, it's not, it really isn't because without anything, without those things, without the old materialists, like, it's not, you know, it's, I don't know, it's like, I'm okay, I'm happy. Sick, dude. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Guys, keep smashing it. Work hard. Work very, very hard. And I'm pretty sure anything that you want in life will happen if you work for it. Marshall gains. Yeah, marginal gains. Literally, every every ounce, every grain will make a big difference to the bigger picture. Do you want to plug any projects or any socials, man? Oh, yeah. Uh, plug uh, guys, do check out Creation. So Creation, the whole concept behind that is obviously helping you guys build your personal brands. Um, you know, me and my team have worked very hard to build the assets that allow you to, you know, boost your social media presence. What sort of stuff on that? Everything. So from graphics, from titles, to LUTs, to presets, to everything. Everything that you see on my platform, on my social media page, is all on there. Everything. That's how it works. So everything that I've created, all the products I've, uh, I've made based on my workflow and how I create my content. And I've just turned those into, pro- I've, wor- I've turned the workflow into a product. Mm-hmm. And then um, creation. What else is that, guys? If you want to find me on social media pages, uh, just Luomba on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, even TikTok, bro. Beautiful. Put them in the show notes anyway. You there's there's a big project that's coming, but I think I don't even know if I can say the name yet. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to get sued for it. After speaking to him, yeah, yeah, I'll keep that on. No, that was kind of sweet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. For creation is the only thing. Oh, and obviously there's like. Lingain and Lee360 yeah. working on a platform on an app. So just <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, drop them a follow and uh, shit's coming on, bro.